Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey everyone and welcome to the Boost Your Biology podcast. My name is Lucas and I'm the founder of Ergogenic Health. Together in this podcast series, we will go underground to explore cutting edge health and human performance insights that you simply cannot search on Google to help you upgrade your existence. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Do you really need to be taking over 100 capsules per day to extend your lifespan? What I'm going to do is take a look at Brian Johnson's supplementation regime and his specific stack that he's put together to improve his health span and also extend his lifespan. So now let's take a deep dive into Brian Johnson's exact supplementation protocol, the various dosages that he's using and also the brands and the timings in which he's using these specific supplements. So first of all, he's using 200 milligrams of Arcabose, which is a prescription medication that actually helps to prevent the breakdown of starch into sugar. And I'm guessing that he's using this as part of his insulin sensitization stack and protocol. The next ingredient that is included in his morning stack is ashwagandha. Now, it doesn't make sense to be using ashwagandha early in the morning since this particular adaptogen actually helps to lower cortisol. Uh, we do not want to be lowering cortisol early in the morning. In fact, we want to be supporting and stimulating the synthesis of cortisol in the early parts of the day. So in fact, it's probably better that he uses ashwagandha in the evening time before bed to help with sleep quality. Now, obviously, bear in mind, ashwagandha is riddled with a host of major side effects. Um, you've heard me talk about the anhedonia that ashwagandha can cause by desensitizing the 5-HT1A serotonin receptor. Ashwagandha can also numb emotions and cause a blunting effect on 
um, our emotions. And a number of people have reported feeling apathy and laziness following ashwagandha usage. So it makes me wonder whether or not Brian Johnson has actually noticed these negative effects from ashwagandha and maybe he might want to consider utilizing another adaptogenic herb or mushroom to support his cortisol balance in the body. Next up, we can see that he's using a vitamin B complex. Now, I took a deep dive into the exact B complex that he's using. And we can see that this one that he's using does have a pretty nice balance of the particular B vitamins. And the most important B vitamin not to be taking too much of is that vitamin B6. And we can see that he's only using um, 20 milligrams of vitamin B6 in this particular formula. But even better, he's actually only using a quarter of a pill twice a week. So he's pulsing his B vitamin dosages. And this is an approach that I've uh, recommended over the years to clients of mine. And also for my own particular stack, I tend to pulsate the B vitamins because even though a lot of these B vitamins are water soluble, I actually think that will... Um, notice more benefits from using these B vitamins in a sporadic pulsatile form. Moving on, we can see he's using Brocomax, which is a um, sulforaphane source. I would never use Brocomax personally because Brocomax would have some anti-androgenic effects. But again, with Brian Johnson, this probably doesn't matter to him because he's literally taking testosterone replacement therapy he's using trt so again for most men who are not on testosterone replacement therapy brocomax is not a supplement that i'd recommend to use every single day um, he's using vitamin c at a dosage of 500 milligrams i've got no real issues with that um, calcium alpha ketoglutarate that is a relatively new supplement in the um, anti-aging space and it's actually one that I've used for six weeks straight. And I have noticed an improvement in general energy and mood following calcium alpha-ketoglutarate supplementation. So that one there, I'm a fan of. He's using cocoflavanols. Uh, again, I'm a big fan of these because they contain epicatechin. And epicatechin is actually a stimulator of muscle growth. Um, as it works on the myostatin to follistatin pathway. He's using coenzyme Q10 at 100 milligrams. Uh, now, coenzyme Q10 does have a ridiculously long half-life. Uh, I'm hoping that he's aware of the fact that coenzyme Q10 does tend to accumulate and build up you know, in quite high amounts in the body if we're using coenzyme Q10 every single day. So that is one particular supplement that may require more of a sporadic dosage uh, protocol. He's using DHE. Oh, the next up is uh, vitamin D3. He's using 2000 IU. Again, this is a safe dosage and he's also using that with vitamin K2. Um, together, they stack nicely to help with calcium um, deposition around the body and also helping with immune health and general metabolic health. Uh, he's using 25 milligrams of DHEA. Now, DHEA does help with testosterone uh, uh, production via acting as a precursor 
for testosterone synthesis. Um, he's using vitamin E, a very low dosage, 67 milligrams. Again, I've got no issues with vitamin E at such a low dosage. Um, but again, it's probably one that's better off utilized in the later parts of the day, more so in the evening, since that you know vitamin E helps with lowering cortisol. Um, we can also see that he's utilizing uh, EPA, which is, again, an, an omega-3 source, which does have some pretty good research around its benefits for uh, general inflammation and also brain function. He's using garlic, a 2.4 gram equivalent. Again, garlic is probably better utilized later in the evening um, as it does have some very potent serotonergic properties that can actually worsen mood function or mood parameters. Um, so this is one that I'd suggest using later in the evening. Uh, he's using genistein, which at 125 milligrams, which probably has some iron chelating properties. So he needs to be aware that he's not becoming anemic. Um, I know that he does routine blood work, but a lot of these supplements here can actually lower iron levels and very low levels of iron, whilst they're good for longevity and having low levels of ferritin is good for longevity parameters, it can actually significantly affect energy levels. Um, I know a number of anti-aging experts that deliberately try and keep their iron levels very, very low. And yeah, whilst it's great in theory for general anti-aging, uh, unfortunately, having very low levels of iron and ferritin can actually lead to major disruptions in general energy and make you feel really weak and sluggish and even fatigued. Um, so that's something he needs to keep an eye out for. Uh, ginger root. Uh, ginger does have some agonistic effects on the 5-HT1A serotonin receptor. For those that have used ashwagandha or suffered anhedonia, uh, ginger can actually worsen these parameters and uh, not many people know that ginger can actually have that affinity towards that serotonin receptor which can um, blunt mood and dampen um, the pleasure response glucosamine sulfate great for joint health no issues with that he's using iodine as potassium iodide um, in my opinion I think iodine should not be supplemented unless you have a clinically diagnosed deficiency. That is because iodine is ubiquitous in the Western diet and we can get it through um, consuming seafood, um, even in milk, we can get it in iodized salts or high quality Himalayan sea salts. So again, not sure about the benefits of adding in more iodine unless he has a clinically diagnosed deficiency. Um, vitamin K2 as MK4, big fan. You can see he's actually using K2, MK4, K1, and MK7. All of these are generally really good for uh, testosterone enhancement and also helping with uh, calcium utilization by the body. So big fans of those. He is using one milligram of lithium orotate. Now, lithium does have some mood stabilization effects. Um, and in some research, it does appear to extend lifespan in some animal models. Uh, so lithium is definitely a neuroprotective compound. It's one that I personally haven't utilized or experimented with yet, 
but I do think that a number of people have seen benefits with lithium supplementation. He's using 10 milligrams of lycopene, um, which is a pretty low dose of lycopene. That's found in tomatoes and that's generally speaking good for the prostate and overall cardiovascular function. He's using one gram of lysine. Now, lysine can lower nitric oxide um, and lysine is generally good for the immune system. You can see that he's using metformin extended release, 1500 milligrams. Uh, metformin does blunt some of the benefits of exercise training. Um, so I'm hoping that he doesn't use metformin in and around his exercise regime since metformin can actually blunt some of the aerobic gains or the aerobic fitness adaptations following exercise. Um, so hopefully that one there, he's smart enough to time around or away from his workouts. Even having a look at the next compound, nicotinamide riboside. Um, I've covered nicotinamide and NAD and NMN, all of those supplements for NAD boosting on my podcast. I go into detail about nicotinamide, NMN, and NAD supplements, which I'm also a very big fan of. He's using N-acetylcysteine at 1800 milligrams, which is a pretty big dosage of NAC. Now, the NAC is, generally speaking, going to act as a precursor for glutathione synthesis, which is the body's master antioxidant. However, NAC does appear to blunt stimulants and have a um, an effect where you won't get the pleasure or the um, dopaminergic kick out of these um, stimulants such as caffeine or nicotine. Um, so if he's using NAC in and around his um, caffeine intake, he might notice that it blunts the energizing effects from caffeine or nicotine. He's using proferrin, 10 milligrams, no issues with that. Turmeric, which is... Uh, with piperine or piperine at one gram, again, another compound, another compound that can lower his iron levels. He's using taurine at two grams per day um, in the morning. And I can also see that he's using it in the evening, one gram in the evening as well. So in total, he's using three grams of taurine per day. This is a good dosage for taurine. I generally use around three to four grams of taurine per day as well. And he's probably utilizing it for his uh, for its osmolite effect, balancing electrolytes and also having an antioxidant effect. Um, and then we can see that he's using Viviscal, zeaxanthin and zinc at 15 milligrams. So zinc at 15 milligrams doesn't appear to be too high of a dose. So that's a, you know, a moderate dose with no real side effects if used sort of long-term at that low dosage. We can see with dinner, he does have a repeat of some of the supplements that he uses in the morning time. So we can see Arcabose again at 200 milligrams, Brocomax for its anti-aging properties, calcium alpha ketoglutarate again, the cocoflavanols for some reason, um, he's using that. It says with dinner, <laughs> I just noticed here that it says with dinner, this is taken from his website, with dinner at 11 a.m., um, so a bit confusing now. I think maybe that's supposed to be um, maybe with first meal at 11 a.m. This is literally taken directly from his website, so I'm a little bit confused by that. 
But yeah, you can see the cocoa flavanols, 500 milligrams. Um, if it's with dinner, I would not recommend that because it has caffeine. And I, I would assume that this is not with dinner. I'm, I'm assuming this is with his first meal of the day. Um, let's just say it's at 11 a.m. So yep, the cocoa flavanols again wouldn't be an issue since it has caffeine early in the morning. No dramas with that. Vitamin E, EPA, garlic, again, ginger, glucosamine, hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid does have some benefits um, for, for general skin health and maintenance. I've got no real issues with hyaluronic acid. He's using L-tyrosine at a dosage of five, 500 milligrams. Now, he can increase that dosage way further, all the way up to around 1,500 to 2,000 milligrams. Um, and I'm assuming he's using that for the dopamine kick since L-tyrosine is a precursor for dopamine synthesis in the brain. Now, 500 milligrams of L-tyrosine, it's possible he will notice a slight stimulatory effect from that. But again, we can bump that up all the way to 2,000 milligrams for a better effect on increasing alertness, wakefulness, and um, arousal. So again, we can see he's using metformin, NAC, nicotinamide, riboside, NR, um, taurine, turmeric, and vifiscal. Now, before bed, interestingly, he's using 300 micrograms of melatonin. Now, I've spoken about melatonin use for the general population. Most men that I know who supplement with melatonin report that they feel worse mood the following day, a decrease in morning wood, and a significant decline in sex drive following melatonin supplementation. Even as little as 300 micrograms, which is 0.3 milligrams, <clears throat> this particular uh, supplement, or should I say hormone, melatonin, can actually affect luteinizing hormone. And so a lot of men that are using melatonin are probably haven't made the connection yet that melatonin may be affecting their dopaminergic signaling. Um, so if he's using melatonin daily, or should I say nightly, um, at 300 micrograms, this will not have a negative feedback effect, which means that at 300 micrograms, this particular dosage will not shut down his natural production of this particular hormone. Um, if he's using above one milligram every single night, there may be some degree of um, negative feedback loop that kicks in. Um, but from a general anti-aging perspective, personally, I think that he can actually bump that dosage way up all the way around the 10 to 50 milligram mark if he's looking at it from a purely anti-aging perspective. Um, very high doses of melatonin, like I said, 10 to 50 milligrams, does have some extremely potent geroprotective effects and it can actually lower um, risk of all-cause mortality and improve general health and well-being. Um, so very high doses from an anti-aging perspective is going to be um, you know, noticed from very high doses of melatonin. Now, taking a look at his other supplements, or should I say some of his um, hormones that he's taking, extra virgin olive oil, again, you know, found in the Mediterranean diet, a very good source of monounsaturated fats, and it contains oleoropine, which is a potent antioxidant that I'm a big fan of. He's using pea protein, 29 grams uh, daily, I'm not sure how well he's able to digest pea protein, um, but most of the pea proteins that I've utilized in the past 
are really difficult to digest and cause massive GI upset. And not to mention these terrible smelling farts that you'll notice from pea protein. Um, he's using dark chocolate. Again, no problems with that. Rapamycin has some robust human clinical research to demonstrate its effects on anti-aging and extending lifespan. So rapamycin is definitely a big thumbs up from the anti-aging perspective. Human growth hormone, again, he's using 0.6 milligrams. Human growth hormone will help with recovery, muscle growth, and preventing uh, the catabolic effect of a low calorie diet. Um, so HGH makes sense in his protocol. And you can see that he's actually using 17-alpha estradiol. Now, he's literally using estradiol, which is you know, the, the body's main form of estrogen. Um, and he's also using testosterone 2-milligram patch um, six times per week. So the testosterone replacement therapy alone is going to have a favorable effect on general health and well-being and he he admits that he uses testosterone because of a you know caloric deficit and being low in testosterone due to his age um, so it makes sense that he's using testosterone to replace the fact that his levels would automatically decline with age he's then also using b12 as methylcobalamin only once a week that is a very safe dosage for vitamin b12 and then he's also using aspirin three times a week at 81 milligrams, which does also have an effect on limiting uh, cortisol synthesis. And it also does have some favorable effects on uh, minimizing the effects of polyunsaturated fatty acids. And then finally, he's using 112 micrograms of levothyroxine or um, thyroid hormone or 60 milligrams of armor thyroid. And he said that he was diagnosed with hypothyroidism at the age of 21. So again, supplementing with uh, thyroid hormone makes sense completely since he was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. And again, a number of individuals who address this thyroid um, deficiency through supplementation or exogenous hormone therapy do notice massive improvements in their general health and well-being. Um, so I'm a big fan of thyroid supplementation after a clinical diagnosis. So that pretty much wraps up my review and critique of Brian Johnson's supplementation protocol. As with many different supplements, there's always going to be pros and cons, and it's about selecting the exact dosages, the exact brands, and the, the right protocol that's going to fit with your exact lifestyle. And that is why I'm a big fan of deploying a customized supplement stack. Since we need to consider the half-life of the supplement, we need to consider preloading dosage phases, um, associated cofactors, whether or not it's depleting vitamins or, uh, and minerals, the specific time of the day in which we should be using these particular supplements, compounding effects over time, uh, receptor site changes, saturation phase dosing, antagonistic compounds, dual action or overlapping compounds, and the right cycling strategies. Uh, so I've had a number of men who have approached me asking me to develop their exact supplementation protocol. If you want to learn more about developing your own supplementation protocol without the need for my assistance, 
You can check that out in the Limitless course, which I've developed, which will teach you how to build out your own supplementation protocols so that you're not experiencing major side effects and that you're using it safely and effectively in the long run. Thank you everyone for joining in to today's episode. For in-depth show notes and lessons learned, visit nofilter.media forward slash boost your biology. This has been a No Filter Media production. Say what you want. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah.